They say money can't buy happiness, but you can sure as shit rent it. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and take some home today. Welcome to the BFCast Variety Hour. Hey, yeah. BFCast Variety Hour. All right. We're back. Yeah. With episode yeah. 30 of this temporary situation Thing. that we're in. <laughs> One more for 2020. Yeah, yeah we, get, we got a month of weeks here. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> 30 weeks worth. Oh. It's a month of weeks. Oh. <laughs> it's a month of Wednesdays. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, yes. that's how I was. Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sense, yeah. <laughs> I'm Mackie. Oh right, yes, that we do that thing. I'm Harlow. <laughs> I'm it's, Chuck. In some order, we're, we're people. I don't know. We're, hi, sure. we're here. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. We've never done this before. We don't know, yeah. have any clue what we're doing. No, we yeah. all have and, like space madness or whatever the on Earth equivalent space is. dementia. Space yeah. dementia. Yeah. Here we just call it dementia. <laughs> <laughs> like literally everything in space is just space whatever. Like, if you wear your socks in space, guess what they are? Those are space, space socks. socks. Yeah. Spocks. Yeah. That's no, where that's, he got his name. something else, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you guys always want to reference Armageddon, and I go to Ren and Stimpy, because they're the one that had space madness. But anyway, oh. whatever. No, Chuck probably madness. already established he'd probably never watched yeah. a second of Ren and Stimpy either. So we were, having a, was... we, we were having a conversation today. Of, like, he has absolutely no knowledge of anything to do with SpongeBob SquarePants. Zero knowledge. And I'm like, I, I don't either. I'm like, that show has been on almost 20 years. I've, yeah. Lots of shows have been on 20 hey. years. That I've never seen a single frame of <laughs> Jen's favorite show was Ren and Stimpy. Okay. And I, like that was her family's nickname for her was Ren. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've never seen an episode. Huh. I think she tried to show me one time and I was like, I'm not high enough for this. <laughs> well, especially in the first season. Yeah. 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 Cause she had the DVDs somewhere. God knows where they are now. I think it's just the first season where the John K guy was part of it and then they were like okay mm-hmm. you've got to go you can't have a kid's show <laughs> that's was probably for the best yeah yes right anyway so speaking of none of that yeah <laughs> yeah t- total transition right along i mean roughly 20 years ago it would have been t- the year 2000 not actually relevant to what we're talking about which is wonder woman 1984 <laughs> yeah <laughs> the the Amazing. I know. I, like, just, I think about like you've think large numbers like twenty years ago, and now it's like the same millennium yeah. or whatever. You know, like yeah, that they call that aging. I guess. Yeah. I just like now, like twenty years ago is still in the two thousands. It's just weird to think. That's all. Like we're yeah. we're twenty years into this new fucking millennium. Is all. Did you know that we are further away from the eighties <laughs> than? <laughs> Then what, Chuck? Then Chuck. Then Marty in '85 was from the '50s. Chuck, uh-huh. what? Stop treading on my territory. <laughs> Get out of here. This is not your lane. Stay out of it. Sorry. You know, like Kurt Cobain would be 132 today. Yeah, he would. Yeah. yeah. May the fifth be with you. He, he died young. Anyway, Wonder Woman 84. It's on HBO Max, and no one had to go anywhere to watch it, so we all watched it. Uh, apparently. 
16 million dollars worth of people watched it in a theater yeah, those crazy people i hope y'all got the vaccine i mean and your booster they didn't i guarantee nope. you they didn't because <laughs> yeah. the timing doesn't work <laughs> exactly <laughs> you still don't have your second one so <laughs> yeah and i was like almost first in line yep um yeah so uh this is a movie that people could have gone to go pay for if you wanted to but maybe shouldn't have <laughs> yeah if you got hbo max i mean watch it there yeah at home and it's also their, it's also their first 4k foray you know mm-hmm. like the first mm-hmm. time oh, really? yeah I didn't even realize yeah, it's, that. it's full, full 4K, Dolby Atmos, mm-hmm. Dolby Vision, everything else. Yeah, I saw that on the menu. I just never realized that they hadn't had anything else in 4K on but that It was always yet. 1080p and 5.1 max. This is the first yeah. time they mm-hmm. went up on the video yeah. or sound quality. Hmm. So, yeah. But yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a sequel to Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. It is. It's same filmmakers, same everything. Mm-hmm. Not the same result. <laughs> a little, little different uh, uh, when it's all said and done. Um, it's, here's, it's, here's the interesting thing. I yeah. think the three of us all have varying opinions on if we liked it or not. Mm-hmm. But I think we all pretty much have the same kind of like concerns about it. Yes, it has issues. And I guess before we even get into that, I kind of feel like as far as Twitter goes it's become like Ghostbusters 2016 where anyone who's defending it is like, well, you just won't give a woman credit for, for making a, a good superhero movie. And it's like, nah, it's not that man. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so this has been a, become a gender battle. of opinion, uh, basically? Somewhat. It's okay. not as bad as Ghostbusters 2016 was, well, but there's was a lot of like, cause I was like, look, well, I'm, I'm not saying I haven't liked a movie with women in it or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, no, I, I just don't I know. think I'm this just, is a good movie. Like, I, any concern that we have is completely unrelated to all of that. Sure. As well as like the other thing is like, Oh, you just wanted something grim and gritty and now you're pissed that it wasn't. And it's like, nah, wasn't that either. I Uh -uh. actually watched that mall scene and I was like, God, I hope the entire movie is like this scene in the mall. Holy fuck. Please give me that. And it was not. Yeah. At all. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, do we want to, are we going to have a spoiler section? Because, I mean, I feel like it's kind of hard to talk about our, our complaints with it without kind of talking about what happens in the plot. Because, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's such a it's such an adventurous movie. Like, I mean, in, in, in terms of, like, it, it does a lot and there's a lot of characters and a lot of things happening. In, in, so it's kind of hard to talk about how it turns. Yeah, this movie without... is two minutes longer than Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize it was that long. Okay. Yep. It is two minutes longer than Avengers Infinity War. It's not as much of an adventure as that movie. That movie goes a lot more <laughs> no. places in a shorter... There's a lot happening in Infinity War. Right. And when you boil down what happens in Wonder Woman 84, it's like... I, what Why was this two and a half hours long? <laughs> what was happening in this? <laughs> okay, well, I mean, first off, I have no idea what the runtime is. It didn't feel long to me, if that means anything. Yeah. You know, I don't look yeah. or care, so... I don't know. I've never been that 90 minute rule movie guy. Like, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I like a brisk 90 minute movie. If you can do it well, like gravity, I think is one of the best paced movies yeah. of all time, you know, cause it's just like get in fucking go, go, go. And it's over. And it's just like, well, and <laughs> like, like infinity war, I got no complaints. Like I, yeah. I told you when I saw it in the theater again, I was like, Holy shit. We're at the end battle. Mm-hmm. Like I, I could not believe that it moved that fast. The second time watching, you know, Lord of the Rings, literally no complaints about those movies at all. Like I, I just, you know, and those do do have, times where it's just like nothing's happening right now but that's fine and this one i just feel like 
and I'm not spoiling anything, but like the final, the way everything resolves at the end involves kind of a montage somewhat. It involves a speech and it involves like showing a lot of things that are happening at the same time. And I swear that thing feels like it takes 15 fucking minutes to finish. And it's like the same things over and over and over and over and over. And I think that's the issue that I have with the movie is, you know, what you, what you realize if a movie hasn't sold you on its reality, then it's much easier to suddenly find the nitpicks and go, well, that's dumb and that's dumb and that's dumb. But if the movie has properly sold you on what it's doing, you're like, who cares? You know, that, and that, and I feel like everyone that loves Wonder Woman 84, which there is a small vocal minority that does, which seems to be a different small vocal minority for every DC Universe movie that comes out. <laughs> uh, these people are like, no, it's a masterpiece. What's wrong with you? And everyone else is like, uh, <laughs> calm down, buddy. But I feel like this one, if if they had maintained the tone of the opening mall scene, which I think I texted Harlow, and I'm like, holy shit, this is like a Donner Superman scene right here please tell me this is the rest of the movie. And you're like, uh, I'm going to disappoint you now. <laughs> and then an hour later, I wrote him, I said, nothing else has happened since this scene. <laughs> but they don't keep that tone that like it basically eighties comic book tone, you know, so early, I, like I, I would probably say more like pre dark Knight comic book tone. Yeah, I like, mean, I, I think like it's, goofy I think it's, Bronze Age type stuff. Yeah, I mean, I went to me. It's more, it's got the wholesomeness of a Bronze Age classic comic, mm-hmm. but like with the refineness of a Silver Age comic. Like, yeah. su- you know, original Superman. What was that? Seventy nine. The first one, first honor Superman, somewhere around there, right? Seventy eight. Seventy eight. Yeah, Se- yeah seventy eight. Yeah. So I mean, like that. That movie was very different in like a lot of ways because I mean, you know, first it was. I mean, we look at we look at Daughter Superman and we think it's kind of goofy now, but like that it's very earnest. It's well, it's extremely earnest. But like to people back then, that was the fucking Dark Knight, because I mean, we came Mm -hmm. from like Batman 66 and TV Spider-Man and Incredible Hulk on TV. You know, so like to see that movie was like, holy shit, like superheroes treated with reverence and everything. We look back on it now and it's like, well, that's just everyone's just hamming it the fuck up and stuff like that. (laughs) But like, like, yeah, there's there's that like just absolute earnestness in this of like yeah like like her just like looking at the little girl and winking at right. the end you yeah. know and it's just like okay this is the shit you want like if you want a wholesome superhero movie like this is how you do that and this is how you do it right because the action is still great in those scenes I, you know the stuff that's happening is a ton of fun I'm so and it's happy kind of inventive yeah that, that you know it's scene. it's inventive in the way that a comic book would be where it's like all right, she saves a little girl by shoving her into the giant teddy bear, you know, and like that sort of imaginativeness that, you know, and so, and it shows up slightly later on, like when uh, when she's trying to save all like those guys, like one guy gets chucked and she like throw she lassos a chair underneath him so he has something to land on, you know, little things like that show up later, mm-hmm. but it's not the same at all. I mean, the tone is completely different by then well i mean i think yes and no i mean, I feel like the daughter tone comes and goes throughout the movie um mm-hmm. and like i said i i guess if you want there's there's no way to like talk much more about it unless you have some open thoughts chuck because you haven't really said much but i i, I, mean, I feel like we have to get into some something that yeah. somebody would consider a spoiler because well, i gotta talk about some things just, that happen in the plot i'll give my generic version of it mm-hmm. the way the plot resolves 
would play so much better if the tone had stayed with the goofy, earnest, mall scene throughout. And it doesn't. And that's why the ending for so many people is like, the fuck? (laughs) You know, and yeah. But if the movie has sold you properly on that, then that ending works. And I feel like that's the problem is they lose their way in the middle and they don't get there. See, okay, so so my general thoughts on it are um, I, I get that there are only so many themes in a lot of comic books that you can explore because it's just you're once you start dealing with powers and everything, you then become limited by another subset of rules that you have to deal with. But I, I think and, and it kind of goes to what you were saying, Mackie, about it. either you, you buy in and everything just rolls off you or you're a little dubious and then everything just starts to add up and so, like, I get it. Like, I've seen all the Marvel movies, all these DC movies, and so you you become very familiar with tropes and everything. But watching this was very specifically, oh, it's Superman 3. Oh, it's Superman 2. Oh, it's Batman Returns. Like, it's very specific instances of other comic book movies that you feel like the movie is doing. It's not just, like, doing a similar theme. It's like, oh, this is very much the Catwoman arc from Batman Returns. This so, opening sequence is the entirety of Superman 3's opening sequence. This this So it becomes the, the Fargo of movies, the Fargo kind of, TV yes, show of movies. It's it's kind of like this weird kind of tribute to it. Um instead of doing its own thing. The other thing that I think in a general way that kind of set me off on it is that so nobody in this is just bad. Everyone is just kind of trying to do something good for the wrong reasons and everything spirals out of that. So the the when the movie kind of forces in its spectacle, it doesn't fit because the story at its core is much smaller than mm. what the characters are. Because the characters are all kind of like, even though they're doing it for the wrong reasons, the motivations of each character is like, well, I just want this to happen. It's not it's mm-hmm. not super evil. It's not I'm in, I'm taking over the planet. It's not everyone must die. No. It's this then this and then it spirals out of control from there. And I know we're just now in the age of Disney Plus doing every single little Marvel character in a 10 episode series, but the way this movie plays out seems better suited for a lower budget, longer television series it it just does and i know we all watched it at home and streaming and everything but it just doesn't have that oh my god this like the Mm -hmm. the spectacle of it just isn't there and i'm not saying every story has to be huge but the story doesn't lend itself to a a rollicking good time in the theater kind of experience if that makes sense it's just weird it seems like it's a smaller story and obviously it is a smaller story because it's a prequel it's it's a sequel, but a prequel to the rest of the Wonder Woman stuff we already know. So right away, like all of the the danger stuff is taken out. Like, oh no, maybe her powers are gone. No, they're not. They'll be back. I've seen Justice League. I've seen Batman v Superman. She's mm-hmm. fine. You know. Oh, Chris Pine is back. I wonder how they're going to deal with that. Obviously, you know how they're going to deal with that. I mean, it's it's they're they're just shoehorned into this. Like, well, here's this kind of mid step story. It has no consequences, don't worry, because you know how all this plays out later, so... Yeah, and I may as well talk about the big problem you and I had, Chuck, Mm -hmm. is the soundtrack. You have set a movie in 1984, and all you have is one Frankie Goes to Hollywood song, incidentally playing at a party. 
at a and party, which is which is appropriate, and I feel like yeah. that was a good place for one of those songs. But my God, Neil yeah. drops something. Give me at least one thing where I'm like, oh fuck yeah, that moment. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, and it's it's just it's a weird choice. I mean, I don't know any other way to put it. It's a weird ass choice yeah. to just not, you know, because thematically the 80s works really well for what the plot becomes. Sure. You know, and for Pedro Pascal's character's motivation, who is like, he's almost in Nick Cage mode in this movie. Like, he's very, very animated and very good in this. Yeah. Yeah. And especially near the end as he's like deteriorating, basically, and he's getting more desperate. It's like, holy shit. (laughs) This guy is just like... I want you to know I am the guy that was in the Mandalorian who had to be all monotone and you couldn't see his face and I'm making up for it now. He has one or two lines of dialogue early on that are so Mandalorian that I was just like, oh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. he's not even on camera. It's like an off camera line that he's saying to someone else and you just hear it and you go, oh, (laughs) the Mandalorian's here. This is weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So but yeah, the, right, the, I, I got to ask is like, what would you say something from the opening sequences Superman three ask? I haven't seen Superman three in a long ass time. Do you mean the prequel bit with young Diana, or you mean the no, no, no? For, for, I've forget all that. I've forgotten all that. It, it that's such a superfluous use of a flashback. It's it's so insanely silly. Um, it, I love that sequence though. Did it's a, it's a great sequence. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I like mean, that's one of those things. Like, I mean, that I guess that you know they put that out on youtube and stuff a week before like hey what's oh, the they? first few minutes or something and i was like no and i'm so glad i didn't <laughs> like I, shit yeah. like that pisses me off i just like, no no I'm, I'm talking about the whole like wonder woman slinking around town solving random crimes and stopping potentially a- accidents that may happen to a few mm-hmm. people that's the entire beginning of superman 3 is just this oh, kind you of mean like when she kicks the car and stuff right that yeah. kind of stuff okay okay yeah. yeah i'm like oh you're just doing that um so it, it's just weird, and it's a weird choice because no one likes Superman 3. <laughs> well, I, I mean, there's, I, there's I'm some... kind of middle of the road. Like, I think Superman 3 is better than a lot of people say it is, oh, but it's just movie. it's just a weird thing to do that. Like, people were just so pissed off at that. Like, I, I'm not here for the comedy, you know. So it was just a weird thing to do, but I, I don't know. That's But, I mean, there's, a, there's the general crime-solving montage in the first Superman movie, like when he first comes out, if you will. <laughs> you know, like, sure. You know, decides to put on the uniform. It's like he's saving kittens and trees and yeah. stuff, you know. But I mean, like in in the in the first movie, which I made the mistake of rewatching that day, uh, and the two movies absolutely do not compare at all. The first one is is infinitely superior to this one. But I mean, there's a scene in an alley in the first one where she fends off attackers, you know, the same way that in the first Superman movie, you know, um, yeah. that's obviously attributed. I mean, these things are obviously doing things that they they know the history of stuff that it's it's not by accident. It can't be. But it's just it's just strange choices to me. Well, wasn't Jeff Johns one of the executive producers on it? Because he's yes, yeah. Yes. I mean, like co-wrote it actually. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was gonna say like I think like he's uh, one of the people involved in the TV iterations of stuff too. Like be it oh, Titans okay. or Super. I mean, I will say all of the Arrowverse stuff loves bringing in people that were in the old movies, TV shows, right. whatever. Like I mean, like. I mean, and Supergirl, like Dean Cain was her dad, and I think Helen Slater was her mom. So it's like, you know, it's just like things like that. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, All I mean, right. they're con- they are constantly <laughs> doing things like that. Like, you know, yeah. So I, I'm just saying, like, maybe there is some arm of the DC universe that are like, hey, yeah, like, you know, let's write this where it's 
kind of an homage to Batman Returns or whatever, you know. And I mean, you know, it's it's fair because the the DC universe has a movie history to where you know Marvel kind of didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. I mean, I I guess I should just say I I I generally really like this movie. Actually, like I mean, not not as a whole. Like I still have big problems with it, but like I can't talk about what my problems are without discussing the plot more, and that's why I was like. We have to like spoiler territories or whatever for people yeah. that want to <laughs> insert a thing that we're yeah. ch- <laughs> just say okay, jump to the blank I'll, blank I'll, minute right. mark. I just look at the show description. I will put timestamps in. Okay, we're gonna start talking spoilers now. I'll tell you when it's safe to come back. Okay, yeah, I just anything that more I have to say, I have to like point to things in the plot because mm-hmm. we were talking about the Donneresque beginnings and stuff. Like I, you know. I know there's no scenes like that in any Richard Donner Superman, but like from the intro sequence, like that flashback ish sequence, I didn't have a problem with because especially by the end, like, I mean, at first I was like, well, what did that have to do with anything? Cause it kind of drops you in and you're like, I don't understand what the point of that sequence was other than it was cool, you know, and like a few more seconds of, you know, seeing mom and aunt on hip, you know, Hippolyta, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Mascara. sorry, that's the lady, not the place. But um, yeah, it's like, I, you know, I was cool with that because, like, you know, I I wanted more of that in the first movie. So getting a little bit more in this one, I'm totally okay with. Um, and I feel like by the end, it's like, oh yeah, that's totally thematically correct to what's going on here. Like the no shortcuts thing, you know, mm-hmm. that's what the whole point of the movie is about. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't make sense clearly right in the beginning. Uh, but like, I feel like the daughter of nature guy goes until probably like Cheetah's transformation starts happening. Like, I mean, I feel like it. I feel like it lasts for a while. Like, I mean, you're. Your, your complaint of like there's no action sequences was like kind of what I was really digging about it is that I don't know why maybe I like superhero movies where they're not doing superhero shit because like I said I like Batman Begins the post and it's like you know I I like the like downtimes where it's like you know what do these people do on a normal day to not get discovered and shit like that and you mm-hmm. know of course when Chris Pine shows back up and as you said the his gee golly gosh nature isn't the future awesome thing I was buying and digging all it of that. carries that section yeah it, without him, that section would just be interminable. Like it would just, I probably would have shut it off. Jen fell asleep. I, I will note that. So I had to watch the second act of this movie twice. Cause she woke up like shortly after the whole desert chase scene. <laughs> and I was like, well, when the hell did you fall asleep? She's like, I think they were stealing a jet. And I'm like, Oh fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This movie just worked for me. Like I, and, and it's funny because like recognizing that it was, like homaging or aping or whatever you want to call it things that I don't like. And it somehow still worked for me. Like I've, I've said plenty of times, I don't like Batman returns. I don't know why. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to like Batman returns. I've tried. Yeah. Well, like I said, this for whatever reason worked for me this time. Like it's, it's weird. I, I, I can't even explain like why this movie worked for me so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, agreed. The ending is a little stupid. I mean, Cause I mean, yeah, let's, I'm going to big spoiler. It's the fucking Peter Pan ending. I mean, that's what happens. It's the fucking, I believe in fairies. That's what solves mm-hmm. everything. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> Oh no, yeah, Tinkerbell's dead. Yeah. And, yeah. Clap. If you and, believe in fairies. Yeah. And the thing too is I, the reason it doesn't work for me is saying that literally the entire world is going to renounce their wish. No, not no. a chance. Especially not, not in the eighties. <laughs> no. And, and and the thing is, like, I I figured that he was gonna, when he renounced his wish, that it would just reset everything. You right. Know? 
Because he was the one who set it all into motion. If he took it away, if he renounced what he did, that makes everyone else's wishes moot because... And it doesn't, really. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's like, wait, so... And, and I mean, I get that thematically in that that's what, you know, in saying that because Diana is the best of us, she can convince everyone to be the best that of themselves as well. Like, thematically, yeah, I get that. But once again because your tone didn't sell that throughout, it doesn't work. And I mean, you just go, nah, there's going to be plenty of shitbirds who wouldn't give back. Like like Trump. The, whatever Trump's wish was in 1984, <laughs> sure as fuck is not taking it back. I'm sure it was USFL related. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it. don't get me wrong. This isn't any better of a way to write this, but like just the littlest thing that at least I would have been like, okay, I'm going to buy your comic book science. Um, she should have lassoed the camera. Lasso the camera that was broadcasting shit, his message, and then maybe the truth that's in the lasso of truth would make everyone uh, see. That is what happened. Is it? Like, I she guess they the ever, That is my understanding is when she lassoed the thing, it okay. showed everyone what his childhood was like. Maybe I missed which, that part. I, I, must, I must have blinked when she yeah. lassoed the camera. So, Yeah, and that's how she was able to talk to everyone instead of him. Well, I know she lassoed him and like got the backstory of him. I didn't know like there was... Like, yeah, she lassoed the... You see like the the bottom of the tripod has the yeah. lasso glowing around. Then I'm actually okay yeah. with it. It's, like, it's basically I, what she did to Steve when yeah. she showed him what happened to uh, Linda Carter. Honestly, I'm okay with it then. I mean, <laughs> honestly, like that, I mean, that fixes it enough for me to yeah. like accept the ending. Cause I mean, okay. we're talking about a movie that like there's an invisible jet. So, I mean, yeah. And you've got, you know, like if you're not on board on that, by that point, then like, yeah, and a World War One pilot knows how to fly. Yeah, I mean, I, I was having the look. I had all the See, same. I had all the same. This is what I'm thoughts. talking about. Like, if if we loved everything that was going on, we wouldn't care that yeah. Steve knows I, how to fly a fucking but 1980s for, jet. But for me, and all he's flown is like a prop job in 1918. And I, as we I was watching care, it, though, as as I was watching it, I was like, I mean, I had that moment. It was like, how the fuck is a World War One prop? Plane pilot, <laughs> yeah. like, gonna jump in a jet and know how the fuck this works. And then I just went, I don't fucking care. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, yeah, I just well, he explains that... it. It's just wind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which I, becomes I, like the mantra of the whole movie. And honestly, like, I, I'm, I, I think that's weird. That like, the the history of whether or not woman Wonder Woman can fly goes back and forth all the time. And she, you know, want to know the dumbest thing is I was totally cool with that whole. I that I whole know. Thing. Well, like I said, I just like it. It, it depends. And that on should the, be the thing the most. That I'm like, no, fuck yeah, yeah. But I, no, I was it, like, no, this is kind of and, cool. and, and that's what I'm saying. And that's <laughs> that, no, that, that, when she learns the learning to fly sequence is extremely Donner esque too. I was like, where's Marco yeah. Kidder going? Like, you know, do you want to fly with me or whatever that weird fucking voiceover thing that happens mm-hmm. in the middle of Superman the movie? Right. Yeah. Well, and what's strange to me too is like. I felt that might have been the best looking sequence of her doing stuff because a lot of the other CG stuff didn't look good at all. And I mean, that's kind of been a DC universe thing. I don't know like what effects house they use, but all their stuff has felt that little bit off. Everything even still like, I, I don't know why this is the CG effect. I will always go back to, but like something about everything that's DC related reminds me of blade Two. That one shot, the fucking luchador <laughs> shot in Blade Two, yeah. like seriously, like there's like that is like the most unnatural moving thing, you know, 
that I remember, you know, and, and the, f- the funny thing is like, you know, that was what, 98 or so, like it was a long ass mm-hmm. time ago and it hasn't yeah, gotten yeah. any better, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm guessing I mean, it just so many scenes feel like, oh yeah, that's definitely someone in front of a green screen. Mm-hmm. You know? It's weird and because it, I, I had the thought while watching this, I actually thought it felt like we got to a point where CG was really good and then suddenly it started getting bad again. <laughs> And yeah. I'm not sure why, especially this movie, which should have had extra they time had to cook. a year to polish it. <laughs> Just yeah. re-render some stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Push in yeah, it's, it's not that easy, but... Tighten up know. the graphics on level three. Uh, <laughs> it depends on how you originally filmed it in the green screen, how it's going to turn out. And I know. I just... Matching the lighting. It, it, <laughs> I know. It, it involves so many... Oh, my God. But... <laughs> but, yeah, it's just... And it's it's disappointing also that you know i think chuck and i both said this we're just like yeah and then it ends in a poorly lit cg punch fight and yeah it kind of does i mean this one is like the briefest leastest one of any of them i mean like no i give this movie credit for moving that scene to the next to the last scene instead of the last scene (laughs) yeah because it doesn't it's not the wet fart that that whole aries fight in the first one is Mm -hmm. like to me because like like I said, that movie is ninety percent awesome. Like, like I love the Ares like, fight. Lets that movie down. It's yeah. Like the and, reveal of who Ares is is still one of the my most favorite things. But I, like everything that follows it, I'm just like, uh, really. I, I mean, honestly, I I take it a step further. Like I'd have to cut and redo everything in the last what twenty minutes of that movie. Like when you're leading up to the Ares fight, obviously. But like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like you don't get to put out a movie like two years later with an ethnic group of, of fighters in a period peace war and then have one of your characters go die on a plane. Like it's like, and not go like, wait, that's fucking Captain America. <laughs> like, I'm just saying right. like, the wrong Steve's on the plane, but otherwise it's the same fucking ending. You know? yeah. 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 But I like, I, I, I feel that way. I, the same way about that as I feel about AI, like there's a logical point that ends that movie on a much darker note, but you still kind of need the what comes after right in both of those movies and it and it's like i don't know how you fix that as far like and maybe the aries thing i i just i don't know i just that still bugs me about that movie because i'm like man you like you were you were nine tenths of the way there and then you just slipped and fell on your ass <laughs> yeah right Mr. at the dc end. came in and was like hey no we need a poorly lit cg fight to wrap this up and you're like okay but that really doesn't fit anything else we've been doing yeah. here <laughs> i i mean well look, and, I, I, and I, the I, whole barbara thing in this in the sequel doesn't make any sense to me no like honestly like like it should have been continued a, motivation throughout doesn't make sense at a certain point because it's like no the world's a fucking war zone literally like the entire world is a war zone nobody gives a shit if you're cool or not you know, yeah. so well, I think why that are was you just, doing this? I mean, I'm just I'm writing that off to like dumb comic book villain. You know, yeah. I pa- power corrupts. Yeah, that's, power that's, thing, that's yeah. what happened. Yeah, she, and, and she was able to us, kick the shit out of that dude, and then she was like, "I'm never giving this up ever." Yeah, and like plenty of us <laughs> talked about in the Discord, we're just like, yeah, and and it's the, the the trope of okay, the only person who was nice to me when I was a dork is now my mortal enemy. Yeah, yeah. you know, 
Yeah, it's like yeah, that it, is it, a weird running I mean, theme I, in a well, lot of these things. Well, I mean, I, I just add another one. Like Spider Man Two is that too. Like he and, yeah. he and Doctor Ock are like best friends, and then he's like, "Hey, I've got this thing went wrong. Fuck you, Parker." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> wait, what? Like he's not like, no, fuck no, everybody I, yeah. else? Like I don't know. I was on your side, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's '80s Hulk Hogan syndrome where all his friends are just like, "Nah, fuck you, pal." It's yeah. like, wait, no, I'm the good guy. No, I mean, what? I'm I mean, fucking tugboat over here <laughs> again. I mean, I feel like I'm just trying to script Doctor this thing to be a properly good movie, but like set it up just where it's jealousy like i mean and you know you can I mean, have kind of is but well it's jealousy but then like you know it she's... goes past that point yeah at it, the wrong time i mean it's it, you know sh- i don't know i mean how all that stuff happen before shit escalates too far right. when it just seems like you know what if i stick with this guy life's great i just you know i think it but but like, by that uh, point he's already like uh i control the nuclear codes you know like oh fuck me like you know like why would you be like all right cool this guy sounds legit <laughs> right. yeah yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it it should have been like from a you know from a classic comic because like like I said, I I am grading this like it is a throwback back comic book movie, and I honestly feel mm-hmm. like that's what they were going for, it, you know, with the nineteen eighty four thing. They're like, what if we make this more like, you know, the earnestness and kind of goofiness that things used to be, you know, the mm-hmm. the, the Donner Supermans and the you know Burton Batman's and things like that, you know, because that's it. It definitely is that, except yeah. for two or three things where they feel like they have to do a modern action scene, and you're like, this doesn't fit with what right. you're doing. But what I was getting to is like, you know, it should have been like a, an off day for Diana, and she just snubs Barbara at the wrong time. You know, like some some shitty thing just happened to her, and she's just like, hey, Diana is like, eh. you know, like, and it was like a step too far, like fuck you, you're the one person I wanted you to notice me or something like that. Some some motivation other than like her being fall over nice to her unlike everyone yeah. else is just like, I'm not even going to acknowledge that you're there. Including yeah. like the HR lady who's clearly not cool. Yeah, I'm just saying like, that, <laughs> yeah, that lady's just, no fucking cooler. She uncooler. does not need to work in HR. No, no, I'm saying like, she's no cooler or, or uncool than, than Barbara is in that movie. She's a fucking mm-hmm. HR lady. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Barbara's got like four doctorates. Right, yeah. yeah. You work in HR. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Yeah. You push paperwork. Yeah, up. that's the thing. Like this movie, you just someone just needs to tell Barbara, like, look, just comb your hair and be patient. A few years, you're going to be the most popular quadra PhD person on the mm-hmm. in the planet. Mm-hmm. You just you don't understand. Things are about to change. Yeah, wait till the nineties. <laughs> like nerds will be hot, and you'll be like, yeah. holy shit! Like, <laughs> yeah, roll yeah. your roll your dungeon and dragon dragons dice now, and prepare for when nerds are cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It just it just feels it's. It feels like there's so much in this movie, and then there's a lot of time where it's just like, I, what did they do for the last 45 minutes? Like, what happened? Like, what were all these characters doing? I, the, 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 the dude's whole real estate oil venture, I feel like I know more about that than I know about anything else that happened in this movie. His whole weird Ponzi scheme. You know, and yeah. is, an, is is angry investor, and, I, and it's just... I honestly kept waiting for a reveal that he was actually one of the gods. I mean, I honestly thought that was coming. I thought that they were going to go to that well again. And it was like, like, hey, secretly, I'm Ares. Ha <laughs> ha, you know. They never reveal who the god is. That, no, they did. That... Didn't they? No. Am I... I, all right, sure. I could have sworn Diana says it when they're talking to the fake Mayan yeah. guy. I thought yeah, they... but, but in these kind of movies, you always get a minute-long flashback of that god doing oh, no. evil shit in god time. Well, this one was also, like, not a quote-unquote greek god i don't think like i think that yeah wasn't there a scene where it was like yeah she rattles off a few things when she sees when she sees the bracelet or whatever it is that used to hold the stone yeah anyway yeah i mean it's just just weird that there's no central villain in this sure like the central villain unleashed this thing that causes all the movie's problems but you never meet that person 
Sure. It's just, it's, it's a weird evil plan to like, I'll put this out there through time to destroy civilizations and no one will ever know it's me. <laughs> All right. So this is going to, this is my pitch for Wonder Woman 3, which they've already greenlit. I mean, I'm sure they're already mm-hmm. like, oh, Patty Jenkins, you have to return because you're linked to this now, I guess. I don't know. I have nothing against Patty Jenkins and, and you know, continued work on Wonder Woman. However, I will say, I'm not saying it has to be him, but it's someone with this mentality. You need a Taika Waititi to come in and do Wonder Woman 3. And I'll tell you right now, I want one that goes all fucking in on Greek god shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want. Just I, lean into all of it? Yeah. Just all the Greek gods come back? Like, no, I in, mean, like, in... I, I'm okay with yet another prequel. Like, make it before the first Wonder Woman. Like, some shit went down on Themyscira. I mean, she's been that age for however fuck long, however old she is. You know? Like, I mean, she's quasi-immortal, right? <laughs> so, I mean, it could be in, like, mm-hmm. you know... 1200 AD and she's probably still looks like Gal Gadot now I don't know I don't, I don't know how old she's supposed to be or they, they, if they ever said but anyway just saying, I think like, it's just mm-hmm. one of those situations where you hit 20 and then you're 20 forever yeah I think so yeah <laughs> which you know works out for Chris Pine I guess but, uh... anyway I, I have no idea how old she's supposed to be I'm just like I mean clearly there's some sort of like you know immortality thing going on there because mm-hmm. I mean they imply that like you know her dad they said something like that and I'm like yeah who on an island full of nothing but women I mean yeah, yeah. There's got to be some sort of story there. Like, give me that. Like, give me this fucking big Greek epic with Wonder Woman kicking ass. Like, I'd be all about that. Eh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I mean, not I, maybe, you know, like why I said Taiki YTT is like maybe it could be themed around that. Just like how that's you know that one's a bit more Norse and you know you get immigrant song and shit like that. I'm not saying like mm-hmm. you know I want togas and hey, ooh, hail you know like, mm-hmm. you know, like i'm just saying like yeah you know, exactly that yeah, i'm saying like I, I want some like greek themed like future like you know <laughs> well no now i want exactly that <laughs> i said hail i don't know why the greeks would be saying hail but paleos i don't know that's, yeah that's the sun uh, anyway yeah i, I mean i just i God, such a common theme this weekend that I saw was I wanted to like this better. And I really wanted to like this better. And man, like that opening scene in the flashback and then the mall scene, I was like, yeah, let's do this. And then it just fell off a cliff for me, kind of. You know, it was like, it's, it stumbles in. And... Yeah, there's stuff that's fun, but it's like, yeah, but this isn't working. You know, yeah. like this is just all taking too long to get where it needs to go. Yeah. I mean, like, again like all the, all the little things add up to your brain just goes yeah but this just isn't doing things right like like the whole thing about the way steve comes back and apparently the dude that he has taken over has just gone off to the netherworld or whatever he's just like brad pitt and meet joe black he's fucking nowhere yeah and then just pops back in he and just the end, doesn't like, exist hey. for a week yeah it's like <laughs> what yeah, i miss you know and this it's guy like... too yeah like <laughs> like he's gonna hang out with his buds they're like dude where were you when they, all the, the wish apocalypse yeah. happened and he's gonna be yeah. like oh, what's what was that maybe we'll yeah. get like a uh are they still doing the or i guess they're they're on their way to killing that dc whatever thing right service oh it's dead is it dead yeah they moved all that stuff over to hbo max wait did they i thought they had what, moved, like titans and stuff i thought they moved doom patrol i thought that was still had some no they, they started moving all the catalog stuff oh, over okay. and all right yeah i know doom patrol's on hbo yeah i know well like the they news keep season, asking me to watch it you know pushed you know they, and i'm like nah they specifically pushed it the new season to that okay. i just yeah. like think titans and stuff was still sitting yeah. over on that mm-hmm. other service anyway my point was is like do like i feel like they need to be more willing to do goofy shit kind of like marvel does where like 
yeah, give us a little like three part mini series weird thing where it's that dude's story. of <laughs> like, where the fuck was I for a week? <laughs> just yeah, I miss the Marvel shorts that were like five to ten minutes long on yeah. DVDs. Yeah, well, those, yeah, that would be something. I mean, just something like yeah. throw throw a little weird little short on there. I mean, I'm sure that dude would be happy to come back. And like, you know, I don't know who that was. But yeah, you know, like <laughs> yeah. Apparently, that. in the original cut, she asked him out on a date, and he, yeah. Well, that's weird. That, yeah. Is he going to find out like it's actually like uh, Steve Trevor's nephew, great nephew or something like that? Or, sure. It'll yeah, probably like, be dumb like, like that. Like the Sharon Carter, uh, Peggy yeah. Carter thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, but he never boned Sharon Carter that we know of. So, so that's a little weird. Yeah. And there and there's way more thematic stuff that people pointed out. Like, you know, the how she, uh, you have a chosen one thing for Diana. And then with Barbara, it's like she's the poor person who suddenly gets all of it. And it's like no, you're using all this the wrong way. You know, it's like you could get into all sorts of mm-hmm. fun class system analysis based on that. But, yeah, you know, it, it, but that's a whole endemic problem of how storytelling works currently. You know, like like Star Wars fell in that trap too, where it was like you had the chance to have a nobody be the one who saves the universe. It's like, no, they actually have a lineage that ties by, you know, it's like, God damn it. You know, like... <laughs> There's enough nepotism in Hollywood. You don't need to like shove it in our faces with everybody, everything else. Yeah. So yeah. you're not born but lucky. Yeah. It's actually the midi chlorians that are in your bloodstream. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. Okay. I, I, anyway. Yeah. It's just I I wanted this to be better. I I'm glad I didn't go to a theater and risk my life to see it because then I'd probably <laughs> be really pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine getting COVID because you went to see Wonder Woman '84. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, the first movie, eh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Kidding. Yes. No movies worth dying over. No, absolutely Except not. Maybe Gremlins. <laughs> sure. Maybe Gremlins. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's debatable. I, if I could do my, like, wipe my brain out and I've never seen The Empire Strikes Back and I get to go to the theater and see it for the first time again, mm-hmm. I, I might could die after that. Like, I, I might be all right. <laughs> You're like, yeah, we're good. Yeah. I don't need to know anything else coming after yeah. this. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, like, I've seen Star Wars. I've been, I, you know, like, I've waited three years, and now <laughs> I'm going to see The Empire Strikes Back for the first time, not knowing anything. And Yeah. 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 Well, speaking of Star Wars, if we're done with Wonder Woman. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get to talk to you guys last week about Mandalorian. Yeah. No spoiler stuff, but... Um, okay, spoilers are over, everybody. Welcome back. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I spoiled that the movie I would see before I die is Gremlins, apparently. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, part of the Carlo spoilers. Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> but, uh, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, the, the neat thing that I'm realizing about Mandalorian, um, which the second season ended strong. I know there's a lot of debate about what they did in that last episode, but I'm totally cool with it. I don't know if I like where this sets up the series going forward because it seems like a place that's less interesting to me, but you know, we'll see. But you could just tell like that Dave Filoni and and maybe even John Favreau are kind of like the people like me who actually gave a shit about the extended universe in the (laughs) nineties and all the weird side stories that they were telling, you know, like the, like the anthology books with like Tales of Moss Eisley Cantina, where it's like, oh, what was that devil guy doing? Like, okay, here's what, here's his story. You know, like that sort of like random side shit. Yeah. What was that Dracula up to? Yeah. Yeah. And like that stuff is 
like to me that stuff is super cool like that you can give like this complete backstory to these side little characters and that mm-hmm. they're kind of like diving into that universe and that universe was very much like i mean yeah you had the main like the the thrawn trilogy, no- trilogy novels you know like heir to the empire and those where it was like okay it, this is han and you know all the people you give a shit about and then like there were side books that were just like they may han solo might walk through in a scene and that's like it's like one page out of a you know 300 page book and that was it mm-hmm. you know and that's kind of how these feel is it's like yeah this is this is the rest of that world and it's a fun thing to be exploring and i this season felt more like that than the first season did in a way like the first season very much felt like its own thing and this one i while you know the second half of the season felt like a lot of all right this one's a backdoor pilot for this and there's a backdoor pilot for that. And, you know, as you've seen with the announcements, that's exactly what they were, which unfortunately is just what's going to happen with Disney on, you know, <laughs> for better or worse. Right. And I hope like everyone doesn't get spread too thin and, you know, like that the showrunners that they get give as much as a sh- of a shit as these two guys do. But yeah, I mean, that was just, that was a fantastic season of television with one misstep that happens uh, before the finale that kind of messes up a moment in the finale for me. But aside from that, you know, I would, I need to watch that. <laughs> I, I want to watch both seasons right. I, you know, over again right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm still stuck where I was on episode three or four. I haven't gotten to the end mm-hmm. yet, but I, the the Mandalorian, I think, is the the content that most of us were hoping that Disney would do once it got it ha- its hands on Star Wars, mm-hmm. and you know every time they would be like, oh, now we're doing a solo prequel, and now it's like, no, come on, guys, forward, let's tell this all these wonderful stories that we can tell, and if you do it right, people will care. You don't have to keep going to the nostalgia well. You know, mm-hmm. you you can tell lots of other stories in the same time period. I mean, I'm totally fine with you know an episode where it's just him and you know a a random cowboy on Tantooine fighting a space worm you know that's that's great that's a great you know then then they fight spiders in the next one it's like okay these are fine these are great little bits of Star Wars these are fun Mm -hmm. I give a shit about the main character I give a shit about the supporting characters and the situations this dude gets into are very interesting so yeah I guess it just took the right dude to come along and be like, hey, no, we can do this. And I guess also to have a, a streaming service that needed content. So I guess we'll see how the content saturation thing <laughs> works out. Yeah. Have they put any of that on physical media? Uh, the I'm pretty sure the first season of The Mandalorian is on disc. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it's weird to me. It's like there's all the extra stuff because I know because they show it to me right after the episode. It's like there's Taika Waititi again wearing mm-hmm. that hat. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Ooh, look at you on your different colored hat. Yeah, wearing that hat. <laughs> but but it's almost like that's one that I almost would want to have on the shelf. You know, especially yeah. if all that extra stuff is there. Even though I know I can just boot up Disney Plus and find it, it's like kind of like you know that feels like it's worthy of the collection to be next to the other Star Wars stuff. It feels like but a thing like, that if you have a bunch of Star Wars media, you should have it. Yeah, because to me, it certainly feels more worthy than the sequel trilogy did. And I've, you know, I've reached that point. There's a lot of stuff I like about sequel trilogy, but it's like, no, I'll take the Mandalorian like nine times out of 10 on all Mm -hmm. that. So. Yeah. I mean, I, my, I think we've talked to the sequel trilogy to death, but I mean, like 
the biggest problem is that there was nobody guiding the ship. You know, yeah. it was just, yeah. yeah, everybody do your own thing. We'll just have independent thought on a, a planned trilogy. That, <laughs> that works I well. will never understand that way of thinking yeah. of just like, yeah, come in, just go nuts. And it's like, oh no, two nuts. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I still wonder what happened with Trevorrow where, where he just like suddenly wasn't on it anymore. I mean, yeah. Luke Henry couldn't have been that bad, but maybe it was, I don't know. But it just seems like, like the, he had a whole script. They had every, and it was like, they just chucked it. Well, I think, I mean, reason. people weren't super high in Jurassic world when it came out. And then it just started turning even more. I think people were just like, mm-hmm. not this fucking guy, you know? Like, I mean, yeah. I was fine with Jurassic world when it came out. And, and then, you know, I, yeah, was, I even, right. I even liked the sequel, you know, but I mean, you know, I'm just saying like, I like half the sequel. Yeah. I, I yeah. I mean, I'm not here to debate those. I'm just saying like, yeah. it's, you know, people were pretty much got on the like, well, fuck this guy. I don't want him touching my star Wars, yeah. which, you know, whatever. Yeah. People are weird and fan, you know, the fan base for this is obviously toxic. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's, there's, there's no pleasing these people. Are there, I mean, are there Mandalorian haters though? Oh, I'm sure. There oh yes. Is. Yeah. Really? Yes. The, yes. What's, what's their issue? What's their beef? It's star Wars. Oh, aside from that. I'm Kathleen sure Kennedy has a oh, her name yeah. on it. <laughs> I'm sure there's some social justice worrying, like, oh, sure, yeah, there's a big tough lady over here. <laughs> yeah. okay. So it's that sort of bullshit. Yeah. It's, yeah, not, it's... Like, it's not legitimate complaints. <laughs> and then they were like, fuck, only fans on this one episode. He's kind of hot. <laughs> Shit. Now I'm confused. <laughs> he is really dreamy. <laughs> I secretly don't like ladies because I actually really like men and I can't admit it to myself and I'd be a lot happier if I did <laughs> yeah it's a Star Wars right. fandom everybody yes. <laughs> ta-da and see <laughs> so Chuck what else you've been watching well speaking of uh, well okay circling back around to comic books uh, I guess I was the first one to watch the new mutants oh hey uh, look at you yeah, all you all you hot New Mutants fans out there. Oh, I don't know shit speaking. about New Mutants. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's why like one title I, I I only read like the last few episodes leading into X Force. Like I. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which all right. So, so Mackie's Mac was the, bad in other yeah. words. I, yeah, so Mackie's yes. the fan because he. Yes. It's this this particular storyline that was making him mad that they were doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the thing about the New Mutants. It's not a good movie, but it's not its fault. I don't think. So. They got like 80% of that movie done. And then, you know, all the Fox Disney stuff started happening. And Disney took a look at that movie and they said, nah, fuck that. We're not going to we're not going to put any more effort into that. Mm-hmm. So they they didn't they didn't do reshoots. They didn't do anything to to salvage that movie, which ha- at its core has a very interesting premise. Mm-hmm. And I was I was into what that movie was trying to do, which was like this. Teenage One flew over the cuckoo's nest with mutants. Kind of, but so they're teenagers, they're mutants. It's clearly in the X-Men universe, but it's a very horror-esque story going on. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're stuck in this asylum. There's spooky shit happening. What the hell's going on? I, I, I found all that really fascinating. It's just not executed well, and I think it's not executed well because they, didn't, they weren't given the tools to finish it. Mm-hmm. I think if someone at Disney had been like, yeah, wrap that up, d- get in there and do the things you need to do and make that a movie... It would have been good, but man, you want to talk about you want to talk about bad CG? 
the opening scene of that movie, you're just like, oh my god, this looks like an ABC Family show. This looks like <laughs> this. This is yeah. Bad. ABC like, Family is what I think of when I think of CG. <laughs> what, that's what I'm saying. It looks yeah. like something that would be on basic cable. You know, the entire cast of Bunheads wasn't actually real. <laughs> yeah, it just it. It deserved better. I think it could have really been something had they just paid any kind of attention to it. Um, there, there's something there. And like the finale of it, when it gets to the thing that the movie is doing, you're like, oh, this is kind of cool, actually. But it just it just needed something. It just it, it just wasn't all there. But man, that movie's a tight 90 and mm-hmm. hundreds of things happened in that movie. Like I remember I watched it right after Wonder Woman 84 and was like, Wow, so much more shit happened in the New Mutants than <laughs> than in Wonder Woman eighty four. It's kind of weird, um, but Wonder Woman eighty four is a better film. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's kind of okay. I I I would be interested in your take on it, Mackie, since you you know are familiar with I the storyline. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like these guys who did it wanted it to be a trilogy of films. They really wanted to tell this story, mm-hmm. and they got you know watered down to a ninety minute film, but. How did they do Cannonball's powers? Not a lot. Of uh, it's weird. Like the powers are very limited in this. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times you see him chain himself to like a post outside and just fire off and just bounce around like an idiot. Yeah. And, you know, he's always injured in some way, and um, he doesn't say he's invulnerable when he's blasting. I don't remember that line of dialogue. If if he did say it's, it, it didn't stick with me. It's one of those things that in the comics, like he said it like a billion times. Like, okay. Like, because like in the eighties, every comic, whenever someone used their power, they had to mention how it worked. Yeah. Because if it was somebody's first issue, that mm. so that he was always like, I'm invulnerable when I'm blasting. And it was like just a thing that like every single issue. Okay. Whenever Sam used his powers happened that way. I, I will say the film is filled with questionable accents. Yeah. Uh, just like oh you're oh sweetie you're doing your best like <laughs> like yeah how's God. Anya Taylor Joy's Russian accent ooh it is it is like us doing accents mm-hmm. <laughs> it is best accent yes <laughs> it's, wait did yes. she not have to do it was she not Russian in the chess thing I don't know I just assume no, all Russian play, I assume all chess players are Russian so no that's the point is she has to go up against the Russians uh, at some point okay. One like one last thing about this movie, and it's just the one thing that I found a bit unsettling about it is that there are an inordinate amount of shower scenes featuring these underage teenagers that are like, I I don't know. It just for some reason was just like these are children like they aren't Mm -hmm. of age yet. What are you? Why is the scene persisting? Like. Find another way to stage this. This just seems really strange. Um Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know, but because they filmed it, you know, three years ago, it's fine. They're all legal now, so you don't have to be like, oh, God, should I be looking at this? I don't know. Is this a crime? But <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's weird. There's also a lot of Buffy, the vampire slayer in this. <laughs> They're constantly watching Buffy on DVD in the rec room. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's weird because they are just hitting you over the head with this one theme over and over again that they're just like, hey, check out the scene in Buffy. Huh? That's actually going on in this movie, too. Get it? It's like, Mm. yeah, I got it. (laughs) And they don't watch Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors either? No, no. (laughs) Interesting. So, anyway. It's a comic book movie. Yeah, I'll watch it soon. It's interesting. 
Interesting. Should, should I? Should I? How many issues is this demon bear story thing? And would it make any sense if I jump right to it? Uh, it's only like they weren't really broken up into arcs back then. It was just mm-hmm. kind of like a you know a soap opera serial continuing thing. But I'd say it's like four or five, if I remember right. How far into the run of? Oh, it's like issue 20, 21, oh, okay. 22, so 23, I could, somewhere I could get, there. I could start from the beginning and get there pretty quick, is what you're saying. I, I bet you, if you yeah. went to Comicsology, there's a demon bear. Yes, there arc. is. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is usually the best-selling New Mutants one, aside from like the Rob Liefeld shit that sucks. Right. Well, it's got Cable. So everyone loves Cable. Cable is not in this film. And Deadpool, he shows up later, but he's not like the Deadpool that everyone knows because he's not cracking wise. He's just a dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I got, I don't remember at what point De- Deadpool went wacky in the Marvel Universe. It, it was honestly like almost 10 years after he first appeared. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it was. In, Maybe you know. even more like when they gave him his own series. But even then, it wasn't like that. It was like, I, I forget which writer it was, but somebody decided to like do the fourth wall break. And that's kind of when they were like, all right, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they just kind of like every writer after that was like, well, if he's breaking the fourth wall, I got to like find a way to top that. And, you know, then it just became kind of this insufferable thing that, you know, at least in comics where everyone was like, okay, we're all sick of Deadpool. And then they made the movie and everyone's like, okay, that kind of worked as a movie. So. Yeah. 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 Speaking of, I just going to say like that sequel to the, the sequel to Deadpool is something that's grown on me immensely. The more times I've watched it. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I was lukewarm on Deadpool too when I first saw it, but it, it works so much more than the more I see it. Anyway, mm-hmm. I have another movie to talk about. Speaking of things on streaming services. Oh shit! Oh, like everything. Yeah, uh, I watched Soul, <laughs> the new Pixar thing that popped oh, up on Disney yeah. Plus. Yep, and I Jen wants to watch that, but we didn't have enough time tonight. How is it? I liked it. Um, is it better than Wonder Woman eighty <laughs> four? Is that the new yardstick? I don't know. They came well, out they both the same came out day. Christmas Day on streaming services. Sure, so. and I did watch them both in the same day. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean it's that's probably a safe thing to say. I mean that yeah. it's a more solid put together thing. It's a much better written script. Uh, yeah, um, animated movies tend to have that. Yeah, because um, they have to plan everything out meticulously before they start. It's it's weird. Like I I liked it, but I think I liked Inside Out better. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think they're from the same. I think it's the same guy. I yeah, really Pete look. Doctor. Yeah, I think. who looks like a Pixar character? <laughs> yeah, um, just go on IMDb. You'll see what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I just oh, I feel answer. like I feel like it's, it's a very similar kind of themed thing of uh, you know it, analyzing life and emotions and things like that and trying to you know what I mean? just looked. I can tell by Chuck laughing. He just looked at his IMDb picture. I did too. I just withheld the laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to swallow these things. <laughs> Sorry, Pete Doctor. You're yeah. you've done amazing work. Yeah. You're but, working I mean, in the right field, my man. Like I I feel like Inside Out was like I mean Inside Out, I mean you might as well pitch it. It's Herman Herman's head the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean yes. kind of but I mean it it really works because I feel like in a way that movie's kind of goofier, but I feel like it, it also has way headier ideas. I feel like this one is safer. 
uh, in, in in a lot and it and it shouldn't be because i mean this one's directly about death and the afterlife <laughs> mm-hmm. you know and it's like i feel like this is the one where they should have dropped some disney bombs on people of like oh fuck this is gonna make me sob or it's gonna be way deeper than i thought it was gonna be you know something yeah. like where it's like holy shit i was not expecting this mm-hmm. this one's feels pretty safe i mean mostly like there's a there's a Wreck-It Ralph quality to this movie that I don't care for. Uh, and I yeah, like I like Wreck-It Ralph, but I just feel like occasionally it's like... I think my big problem with like what Pixar movies and what Disney movies is like they've kind of flip-flopped. Is a lot of Pixar movies now like have the big characters and we're acting! You know, like <laughs> characters that like were in Disney movies. And it's like Disney movies have kind of gotten smarter in a lot of ways of like, let's tell a good story and you don't need... Like, the super animated character, you know, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like, I like some of them, but, like, Tina Fey from time to time, it's like, okay, settle down. Like, with your, I mean, character, not her, right? It's like, I mean, it's like, you know, it's just like, I, yeah. No, she needs to settle down, too. Yeah, yeah she does, yeah. It's getting a little yeah. uppity. Settle um, down, Tina Fey. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's just, it. this one's weird because it's like, it, this one should be deeper and heavier than an Inside Out was, and I don't feel like it is. And it, it has a little slight annoyance to it like you know the uh penelope character uh sarah silverman character for record ralph you know like a lot of people just hate that character therefore can't get over the whole movie but mm-hmm. you know i don't know she's not as whiny or you know doing whatever that character in record yeah. ralph is doing i'm just saying it's a little bit much from time to time i'm like okay you know it's turn down the robin williams knob just a little bit you know <laughs> uh, but no it's still really good like i i i, I really like the themes and uh you know yeah, it, it's it's a good movie. It's still worth watching. Like I said, I just I, I would suggest watching Inside mm-hmm. Out also, <laughs> if you haven't. Yeah, I that for some reason that's the one I just keep skipping. Yeah, it I'm sh- assuming it's on Disney Plus at this point. It, Inside Out is one of those like from the marketing looks bad. I will agree with you. Mm-hmm. Like when you see those characters outside of the movie, like the you know the flamey head guy, and you're like, oh good, look at that animated gift for the angry guy. It's like it all comes <laughs> across as like annoying, but that movie really works <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, as the movie itself it, it's it's sort of like if you remove all the iron giant stuff and just be like well yeah I, what's this weird robot but you have no context you know and you're like what's this goofy looking robot when you see the movie you're like that's a fucking iron giant it's awesome i love him mm-hmm. i want yeah i want to hug his giant self yeah. <laughs> yeah, <whatever>. yes <laughs> i have all those reactions right yes. yeah i say like you know but if you looked at the robot you've never seen it it'd be like i i don't get it what's with this goofy looking robot yeah Right. It's just a building. It, <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, I mean, like I said, Soul, Soul's good. I just think, I think Inside Out is a little better and deeper. Mm. Well, well, I'm glad they put it out as far as like just being a, hey, here it is. And didn't try and pull a Milan with it or anything. I, I think they Mulan, learned Milan, I can that. only assume is like, uh, was trying to recoup what they spent on live action making that. Whereas, right. you know, Pixar movies aren't cheap, but it's not the same level of commitment money wise that I think the was a test case. I think it was like, can yeah. we make yeah. 30 bucks a pop on this? And I guess it didn't work. Are they yeah. still selling it or have they put finally put it no, out? It's, it's actually just free for everybody now. It's yeah. It's, oh, it is. Okay. They well, moved it whatever. over to the, it's part yeah. of the regular library now. Yeah. And I noticed wonder woman's only there for a month. Yes. That's, yeah. that's the, which entire I guess is their plan. Brothers, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'll be back at some point, you know, yeah, sure. of course, but, which I'm okay with that. Like yeah. I'm, I can get to a movie in a month if it's streaming. Like yeah. if I only yeah. had a month to get to the theater, I mean, I might be like, I may not make it, Yeah. but 
I, that, I, I will probably try to watch Wonder Woman 84 again before it leaves. I mean, I'm going to wait a little bit, but uh, mm-hmm. I feel like it, I need to. Yeah, I would watch it again, too. I, need, so. I just need to, like, see if I my feelings maintain the second time. I'm feeling, I, I'm finding that, like, a lot of movies, my opinion changes, like, from one viewing to the next sometimes, where I'm like, why did I like this the first time? Yeah. Or why did I hate this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, no, still, still watch Soul, especially if it's Disney+. Plus. It's it's worth watching, for sure. Okay. Cool. And I, I, you know, it's got people I like in it doing voices. You know, some of them you recognize, some of you didn't. Like, I didn't realize Graham Norton was one of the voices in it, despite, you know, getting being like third build or something. <laughs> you know, it's Pixar movies. They don't show you the credits at the beginning. You know, I mm-hmm. think, yeah, I knew Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey were in it. That's as far as it went. But, you know, Richard Iode is in it too. You yeah. know, he's one of the people who's like, oh, well, there's Moss. Okay. I know that voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, I have two more things. Does anyone else have things? Nah. Nope. I'm done. Okay. Um, so, uh, in between the Wonder Woman's, uh, I watched Tenet. Yeah. Tenet. Tenet. Uh, that is a visually fascinating movie from, from a visual technical standpoint. That movie is probably one of the most baffling in a good way. Like I, like what is happening here? How are you doing this? Like it's, and then you go read that they are doing all this shit in camera and you're like, what the hell? Like, my God, like the, the, the thought process to make this work is insane. So from, from a, from a technical standpoint, from a, I am looking at this movie. That is a fascinating motion picture. Uh, I think it stumbles in its storytelling in that for two reasons. One, because Chris Nolan has some weird ass fetish with the audience not being able to hear the dialogue. Uh, this is yet another movie where the everything else in the movie is mixed over the dialogue. And so you're like, I can hear the waves crashing on this boat, but I can't hear the two people in the foreground talking. And they, they're probably having an important conversation, but whatever. Um, has anybody that, figured out why he's doing that? He's weird. <laughs> he's just he has this notion of the dialogue isn't important. But then he points a camera at people having dialogue scenes. I don't mm. understand that. Just yeah. so I don't know. I don't know why he's doing it, but he does it here again. And it's it, I, I almost was there was a point where I was like, I'm going to have to turn the subtitles on. I can't, I don't I feel like they're saying important things because there's a very important concept going on in this film. But I'm only getting every third word. <laughs> you know, I'm actually I'm actually wondering if this is why I now like Inter- Interstellar. I didn't have this problem with watching Tenet, but my soundbar has that dialogue booster thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't, so I wasn't having trouble because it just cranks up the center channel stuff a little bit more. Right. So I was like hearing the dialogue just fine. And I'm wondering if like, this is why I now like Interstellar because I could actually understand what they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so here's the thing. I, I, I never felt like I was lost during Tenet. Like it's like when they explain the premise, I'm like, okay. And when they do everything, I'm like, okay, I get what you're doing. I just don't feel like the storytelling ever clicked. I don't feel like it fell into place. Like, Oh, all right. Groovy. This is neat. It was just like, I understand what you're doing. I'm going to have to sit down with like a notepad to map it out, but (laughs) I I get it. I I understand what this person is doing this. And so that results in, I get, I get all of this, but it just, I feel like there's a happy medium between like savvy film watchers and, and people in in medically induced comas that you can you can explain a high concept thing and and have it be right 
so that everyone is on board with it. And I feel like this movie just goes, it's this. And the characters go, yeah, it's that. And then you're just like, wait, no one's questioning this? This thing is fucking insane. What are we doing? And everyone's just like, it's obviously this. Let's just go do things. And it's like, no, this is like earth shattering. This is the craziest shit ever. How are you not like, how are you totally okay with what's happening here? Yeah. Well, I also feel like there's a lot of people Doc Browning in this, where it's just like, this could have disastrous consequences. Ah, damn the torpedoes. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that, too. I'm just like, man, this is some crazy shit. Yeah. Um, I have to say, I didn't know who the villain was in this movie, and when he showed up, when Kenneth Branagh shows up in this movie, I'm like, oh shit, hi. <laughs> You're doing another dumb accent, and I love it. Kenneth Branagh showing up in things doing dumb accents is like my favorite thing ever now. It's just like, one, when it's a surprise. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't he Russian, Russianing in this one? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, real good too, yeah. real dumb Russian. Yeah. Like, like Lady in New Mutants Russian. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, the best accent. <laughs> yes. Just, just man, that real dumb Russian accent. It's so good. So anyway, there, there are a lot of things I really liked about Tenet, and there are some things where I was just like, God damn it, just make a movie, dumbass. Stop being weird about things. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like when I watched Inception, I was like, Inception clicks with. I get this. Like I get yeah. this. Mm -hmm. They're like, it's this, and you're like, yeah, it's totally that. Let's fucking do this. And then this is like, it's this, and you're like. Yeah, but wait, I have questions. The movie's like, no time. <laughs> Don't think about it. We're just doing this. I'm like, yeah, but wait, how come? No, 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 no. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, Tenet, it, it's an interesting watch. It is something like Wonder Woman I will watch again because it's like I I, I really need to I, I really need to be on board with what you're doing I, here, and I'm not quite I had, sure. I honestly hadn't heard that everything was done in camera. Yeah. I mean, that's. That blows my mind even more now, actually. Yeah, like the one thing they do at the end with a building, and you're like, holy shit, like the majority of that was in camera, and I'm like, how? <laughs> how did you do that? So, okay. I don't know. There's some real crazy, like, video gamey shit in that movie, and it's it's pretty nuts. Uh, but, okay, this is the most important thing I have to talk about. And I want everyone within the sound of my voice to listen to me when I say this. You need to you need to get to your Redbox. You need to get to your Amazon Prime rental service or your Apple TV or whatever. You need to rent the 2020 film Unhinged, starring Russell Crowe. Oh, okay. Especially for us, this is this is our thing. This is this is the kind of genre movie that they made in the 80s and 90s that they haven't made in a very long time, and it's fucking great. Like, okay. This movie starts and you see the Lionsgate logo and you're like, ah, shit, it's another one of these where it's a cheap ass movie with one star that they were able to pluck out of nowhere and throw him in there. No, this thing's great. This thing knows what it is and it's fucking going for it. And it is fucking great. And I'm begging all of you to go watch this. It is if you like the kind of movies that we love, this is one of those. It's fucking crazy. Where, where is Russell Crowe these days in terms of size? Like, I About think the last 400 time pounds. The last time I've seen him, I think, was Man of Steel. Okay, no, bigger than that. So he was doing the thing. He was doing a couple of miniseries where he was playing like uh, Roger Ailes and other rather large people. Um, he is close to 300 pounds in this movie. Now, the IMDb says that he wore a fat suit during this. I don't know if that's true or not, because this is right around the time he was gaining I mean, all the weight. He did. It was just called Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> it 
was, yeah. it was Russell Crowe's skin. I mean, he's wearing a fat <laughs> birthday suit, basically. That's what he was wearing. But so like his character is mostly behind the wheel of a pickup truck in this. But there are a couple moments where he gets out and you're just like, oh, my God, Russell Crowe, what has happened? <laughs> um, I get it. He did it for a movie. He did it for a couple of movies where he, yeah. he bulked up. Um well, Gladiator was only 20 years ago. Yeah, I'm sure he, you know, kept up that. You know, Gladiator I mean, is actually closer to when actually yeah. the Gladiators were, were closer to. <laughs> you know, I, now I want him and Gerard Butler to be in a movie and just really like, <laughs> who is really just let themselves go to the point of just. <laughs> Look, I have never seen Gerard Butler where I was like, dude. Stop eating sandwich. Oh, look, I, he is not 300 shape, obviously. No, no, but like everyone is ragged on him. And I'm like, I, I've i never seen a point where I would pick a fight with Gerard Butler. And like I pit points where I think I could take Russell Crowe. Oh, you can just dodge and Russell yeah, Crowe That's what over. I mean. I mean, like I haven't yeah. still haven't hit a point where I would pick a fight with Gerard Butler. Yeah. I mean, that dude's Scottish, I'm, so, I mean, he's going to be, like, about 90, and I still wouldn't pick a fight. I wouldn't pick a fight with Sean Connery, even at the end. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> Scottish are scrappy. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Look, I'm joking around. I'm a big dude myself. I'm not making fun of these people. I'm just saying, like, the first time Russell Crowe gets out of the truck, you're like, oh, my God, dude. Okay. Like, like I remember you in Man of Steel. You were like, ah, you might want to hold back a little there. <laughs> now it's just like, oh, my dear Lord. <laughs> um. The, the best way I describe this movie is basically if they took Duel and Jaws, mixed them together, Jaws is driving the truck, and Jaws is played by Russell Crowe. <laughs> okay. It's so good. Oh, my God. So I didn't think it was going to be. I just, it was like the third thing that I rented at Redbox. I was just like, well, I'll get three, you know, and it turned out to be the best of the bunch. Like, this is, this is like the best thing I've seen all year. <laughs> it's that good. Um. So please, I'm begging you guys to watch it. It's so good. Okay. It, it does it. two. It does two things that we are constantly clamoring that movies don't do anymore, and it does them. And it's like I just like I wanted to salute this movie. It's like thank you. You heard me. <laughs> you did the things that people love about movies, and people stopped doing. Hmm. Okay. All right. So there you go. I'm on board. Cool. It also makes me question like. Okay, so this this new Ghostbusters that may or may not be happening any time ever, it's done. Is it's it? The, yeah, it's happening yeah. for okay. sure. Well, I feel like they kind of sort of announced it, and then like COVID happened, and I wasn't sure if they ever filmed it because I mean, oh yeah, this is like the people that are still alive are coming back, right? I mean, like can't be Harold Ramis, obviously, right? But uh, uh, no? it's unclear as to who is in it. Okay, all right, I. I I was just gonna say, like, I mean, I've I'm, I've grown concerned ever since they sort of, kind of, maybe announced this. But I was like, uh, they put out a teaser trailer for it. They just never. Well, yeah, it, the marketing it, never advanced to. Wasn't it like stage. the lightning storm in a barn and like the flap flies up? I saw that thing. Like, there's that, like something that, that reveals was, the echo. No, there was there was a there was a trailer with actual footage. Oh, okay. I didn't see that, but yeah, no, I was like, I was like, how are they going to put Dan Aykroyd in anything that looks like a jumpsuit? <laughs> like, <laughs> like. Well, they I mean, solved that in the 2016 one by just having him drive a cab. <laughs> well, I, I mean, like, you know, like if he's going to put on a Ghostbuster suit, I mean, it, it's going to look like, I mean, you know, like Goldmember in his jogging suit, only worse. <laughs> like, yeah. They have CG now. They can do oh, amazing so things. It is? Okay. Yeah. They'll just, get, like, they'll just take his head and put it on someone else's body, like Chris right. Hemsworth's body. Yeah. Just put him in a big old Egger suit. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I mean, like as far as people that are now more than one person, Dan Aykroyd's way up there. No, that movie man, it happens to all of us. 
not that that movie should have been out six months ago it's it's one of the the 20 movies that we already should have argued about and okay i i i I, i'm kind of thrilled like i i'm looking for any bright moment in this fucked up year but like the fact that we skipped out on ghostbusters discourse and bond discourse and you know i guess a couple of the other things that we we just didn't get this year is kind of okay with me like thank god we didn't have to go through that (laughs) i suppose yeah yeah, I don't think we could have handled it. No, it would have been. It, yeah, we wouldn't have known what to do. Well, I mean, here's here's the thing. Like, I I adore the original <laughs> Ghostbusters. I've made no, you know, I've never tried to hide that. I I, I love it. And Ghostbusters Two is fine. Like, I, there's a lot of things I like about Ghostbusters Two, but I mean, I've always like it's, you know, Ghostbusters Two, fucking Ghostbusters Two. <laughs> as far as quality, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, it just is, and. So, like, I mean, at this point, I'm like... It's the know, Ghostbusters 2 of Ghostbusters movies. <laughs> it really is. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm like, you know, they're like, oh, we're going to make more Ghostbusters. I'm like, all right, you know, do whatever. Like, sure. I have no investment. Like, I, you know, like, even as much as I love the first one, I'm like, at this point, like, it didn't even... It wasn't even Star Wars. Like, we, we've already had more bad than good. <laughs> like, it's, you know, comparatively speaking, it didn't take much, yeah. you know. Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever they decide to do, it, it might be all right. I guess maybe. <laughs> I don't care. All will be I mean, revealed in twenty twenty one. I really like, don't even care. Like I'll watch it because it's called so Ghostbusters. Have they said when Bond is happening in twenty twenty one yet? No. I mean, MGM wow. just put themselves up for sales. So. <sighs> well, I thought Sony was the ones well, was handling. It, wasn't Bond Netflix and... like up trying to throw a bunch of money at them to buy it? To put like they were trying on. to get Netflix to buy it. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. No, I thought Netflix was the one trying to throw money at MGM to buy it. I thought oh, it was the other way around. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. I have a feeling we might be seeing Bond on the small screen. As well. I, I think I thought Apple was trying to do it also. Oh, maybe. I, yeah, I don't know. I I, I, just, I, I I don't think they can go with like they've got to get. I mean, Bond's got to go to something like Netflix, something that like almost everybody has. Like, there's too many people that don't subscribe to Apple or Disney or you know. I mean, it's not going to go on Disney, obviously. But I'm saying like you can't do one of these sort of. <laughs> oh quasi- man, that would be great. <laughs> you can't do like one of these kind of like niche services. You know, I still consider Apple TV Plus to be a niche service because. Like, oh, it absolutely. Face, is. Let's face it. There's not a lot of content on it, and I wouldn't probably pay for it if I wasn't already getting it bundled in with other shit. You know, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah I, I like some of the content they have. I'm just saying, like it's it is not a service I would pay for. <laughs> yeah, if individually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so, mm-hmm. so contact info, right? Yeah, is that usually what we do here? I think so. I think yeah. yeah. Website bmfcast dot com. We got most everything there. I think the buttons are still there. Maybe they come and go. On the day. <laughs> they come and go, but there's usually buttons there at all of our social things. But most all of them are slash bmfcast. Uh, I think actually all of them are. Uh, Yes, but, but most importantly, patreon.com slash BMFcast. Uh, we, yeah. we, you know, even as little as a dollar get you a ton of content. We, Chuck and I do an extra thing every week, which is basically like what our old second half was. No, actually, it's really kind of like what our old first half was. Because, it's, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah it's we watch bam, a movie. It's prime. If the show has continued at this point. <laughs> yes. Just with yeah. only half the half the show. Yeah. We're but trying to stay in practice so that we know what to do when we get back. Right. I'm going to have no idea. No. <laughs> I, I'm just telling you now. I'm going to be like, did we watch movie? I don't know. <laughs> no. That's why I suggested the yeah. movie I suggested because yeah. the What's first week back is going to be like, I don't know. Yeah. Six stars? What's the, yeah. huh? <laughs> 12 gold blooms. Yep. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, the, the most we have other things on there too, like higher tiers. You know, we have a Doctor mm-hmm. Who podcast and some other stuff. And mm-hmm. there's yeah, voting; we, you can actually vote, which will return. Mm-hmm. It's it, we've, we've we've had a few delays getting the new one out, but yeah, holidays and stuff. Yeah, but it's yeah, a, it's a, it's a difficult time of year always. Yeah, we so. we you know a lot of people plug their Patreon, but we actually put stuff there. <laughs> so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just say a lot of a lot well, of places like, it's hey, not like the hey, we'll thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah, no. you're like, we might make a thing a month. Like, no, we're we're putting some stuff out there. Yeah. yeah it is. It is an actual exchange of goods and services. Mm-hmm. It is. You, right. You will get what you want. I'll say that. And really, and, thank you guys for more. for for sticking with us during out this entire year. I mean, like. We're doing everything that we can do, but I know it's been not exactly the stuff that we've been doing before, which is why you're at the Patreon. But the the fact that all of you are, are still there and still donating and still on board with us, knowing that we will come back at some point and do the thing, the is greatly thing. appreciated. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm just. Yeah, we're still at 12 and a half, 12 and a half percent vaccination. <laughs> yeah. Be 25 next week, so. Yeah, I was gonna we'll say I, I like the one eight. That was a lot easier to math for me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll be back soon. Uh, except, <laughs> except maybe not next <laughs> week. Well, next couple of weeks we uh, we got some video game business to take oh. care of. So uh, yeah, uh, if you wonder then, where the show has gone, <laughs> and then we'll have the Golden Jocks, which will be unique. This year, I, yeah, it's I mean, going to be a lot different. I mean, I was going to say, like, it, it would clearly, like, you know, in some years we've like made an entire episode. Like, in other years, it was like, ah, this is second half content. Obviously, it's the only content we'll have for the week. But yeah, it's going to be a weird ass year because it's fairly yeah. few movies to in the consideration. Uh, mine uh, may have more TV seasons than movies. I think this year is going to spoil that now. Just yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's how it's going to have to work. Yeah. Because so. my list is pathetic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like a lot of the movies that we would care about never came out. Right. So, you know, there's nothing we can do about that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then 21 will be like, okay, maybe we do our top 10 for the year. Oh, yeah. The, the 2021 release schedule is going to be insane. Yeah. It's going to be brutal. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go. Shall we? That's. Yes. I am Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. Okay, last one to kill a bad guy buys the beer.